0: Welcome in, everybody. Episode 15 of the How You Say
1: Podcast. I'm Boyd. And I'm AJ. And I'm back after a chaotic last week for me at work, at life. Mm -hmm. Not so much at fantasy football. Yeah, not so
0: much. (laughs) Kind of of the same (laughs) as the past nine weeks, I think. One of us is in the playoffs, though yes yeah Very exciting uh, uh, speed of which uh six of us are in the playoffs now field is set <laughs> we are through the regular season we've got some regular season accolades to hand out uh but let's go through week 14 uh first how does that sound oh
1: i think we have Ooh, need to go back week let's start off with my uneventful matchup which was quite eventful i would say up until Saturday, like sunday mid like sunday 4pm 5pm mhm i i will say one thing i'm on the east coast now and it is really interesting watching football on the east coast when you've been watching it on the west coast cuz i'm watching football and i'm like okay it's 8pm at night Normally, by 8 p.m. on a Sunday night, I'm done with football. Like, there's 15, 20 minutes of like the Sunday night game left. But those Sunday night games have been pretty bad <laughs> this year. Um, so, you stayed so, up until nearly
0: midnight watching this no, no,
1: no, Chargers Dolphins game. I'm still watching, like, I still could be watching three games of football at 8 p.m. at night. Uh, well, not 8 p.m. Right, like 7:30 p.m. Oh, conclusion of the Seahawks and the 49ers, and who was the other team? Oh. Uh, some other team. Who cares? Some other team. I think it was Denver and Casey. But sounds right. <laughs> uh, the and then there's a whole other game to go, and I'm just like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> I don't know if I can stay up till midnight.
0: This is so unusual. So what did you do with your free morning, though? Because games don't start until 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So did you go get breakfast? Did you go to church? Did you <laughs> do some work? I don't know. I, I,
1: oh, we decorated the Christmas tree. That's what we did.
0: Okay. What kind um, of tree did you get? Get a noble fir? What, what kind of trees do they sell on the East Coast? I assume it's different.
1: No, no, same, same old like no. it, i
0: got a Do well they import my, on it from the northwest because we're kind of like we're tree central
1: yeah i do know like my usual tree farm is a farm which has supplied a tree to the white house twice oh wow. i don't know if it's like the main tree because if you've seen <laughs> <The> <laughs> like, tree. I, this tree, yeah i assume there's like multiple trees in the white house because it's so big, and like every corner probably has a tree. And they One don't go there. to
0: the same tree farm for all the trees, huh? They, they kind of outsource? They price shop?
1: Probably. like I think it's just more like, oh, we should get a tree from every state. We need to be inclusive. <laughs> right? I'm sure there's like a New Mexico tree there, which is like some stick. Yeah. <laughs> Banzai
0: tree or a Joshua Tree. Yeah,
1: a palm tree from Florida like tucked away in the corner.
0: This is tree talk segment brought to you by <laughs> Scott's long builder. Uh okay. Okay, back to the matchup. Back to the matchup. It, it was very exciting. It, 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 you thought you are gonna beat Ted. Is that basically where we're going with this?
1: Yeah, like I was projected to beat Ted and then, and then it you kind five of five guys through.
0: score less than zero points. Sorry, less than one point. Yes. You had a 37 out of Trevor Lawrence. You're probably very excited about that. Uh, Yeah. Two people put up goose eggs. Uh, You got negative out of your defense. And then your flex and your OP combined to score one point. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So it's... I... This was my bi-week health, as uh, Pete had pointed out. And I did make a respectable move of dropping Taysom Hill to pick up Greg Dortch, who gave me a goose egg. Mm-hmm. But that meant that I had a full starting lineup instead of having Alan Lazard
0: in there on who's on by. Well, so. Tell me about this one. And we're spending way too much time on this already, but uh, you started four. I feel you
1: started Not four enough running back last
0: week, me. one of which was Jamal Williams. I'll give you that one. But the other three guys are essentially waiver wire material. Why don't you just go get some receivers? Receivers, as we've kind of played around with I, our waiver game, better chance to score positive points.
1: Because I already have on my bench four receivers. Okay. None whom I'm gonna drop. Oh, okay. Like Bernard, Dotson, Pierce. Wait, three. Had room <laughs> for count. one. Okay. Yeah, and then I had two. Uh, like I picked up torch, right? Who gave me a boost, and I was starting uh, Jones.
0: That's true. Maybe you weren't going to get anybody that was going to score points anyway. So,
1: yeah.
0: All right. Well, you uh, won the season two and twelve, um, but you got yourself a shitload of money. So, uh, off season, I, well, you're in the loser bowl, so you've got the loser bowl to get through before we get to the off season. But mm-hmm. it's interesting. okay, uh, let's move on to a matchup that featured zero playoff teams unfortunately. Uh, Andrew against Danny. Andrew uh, wins for the second time this season against Danny. Uh, two of his five wins. 103-99. Uh, to 99. Andrew also had a lot of people out on bye. Uh, he did not suffer the same fate as you did. Only only starting one person that scored less than one point. Pickett did get one. So I guess that's two people one point or less. Anyway, uh, 29 from Jared Goff. 25 from Jamar Chase. Uh... Danny got the 35 point game out of Evan Ingram. Not every league had an Evan Ingram start, but in our league, we're we're just that savvy, I think.
1: Yeah. yeah Danny has a interesting strategy of starting two running backs off the same team. Uh, Michael Carter and Zohan Knight. Carter didn't really score any points. <laughs> Zoan got a decent like fourteen, he has all three seven.
0: Jets running backs. He could throw in James Robinson if he wants. He doesn't have.
1: Well, okay, fine. Brees Hall's on injured reserve. Technically, he he's still
0: Brees a Jets Brees running back. James hmm? Robinson plays for the Jets. Did you know that?
1: That would yes, be the third I Jets did. running
0: back. Yes. He drafted Brees Hall. Is that what you're thinking? Anyway, a lot of Jets talk. I have Brees Hall. You have Brees Hall. <laughs> you're very excited. Okay. All right, let's move on to another relatively drama-free matchup. That was Corey against Derek. Corey was essentially uh, assured of getting in prior to the matchup, but this was really more... It it locked up the three seed for him. Uh, He wins 102 to 80. Other kind of disappointing performance from Corey's squad. He was feeling very confident about his chances of beating his 121-point projection last week. And I believe it's the fourth week in a row he has underperformed. This is the first time he scored 100 points in four weeks. Despite the okay. star name power at running back, uh, it has not translated to buku points.
1: Yeah. He, I, I know Corey's strategy. You can see it from his lineup, and I'm, I'm not going to spoil it right now what I think his strategy is. But we'll get to that I, in our preview. Corey is. It's going to be boom bust with Chloe, so let's just let's see how it goes. And I'm tipping a little bit more bust, uh, a little bit more boom, solely than bust. But let's see. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, let's
0: move to. I just real quick honorable mention uh, to Jarek McKinnon scoring thirty points on Derek's bench. Uh, This is kind of a theme uh, for this week. A lot of big points left on the bench this week from somewhat uh, un. Predictable sources. I mean, certainly it was defensible to start Gus Edwards, I suppose. Uh, But had he started... start in
1: Corey Davis?
0: Or over Corey Davis. Yeah. Could have done either one of those moves. Anyway.
1: I think Corey Davis he could have started. All
0: right. Corey Davis. Mm. Yeah, okay. Mm. What's our next matchup? How about about Christina versus Laura? Yeah. This was uh, picked as the marquee matchup. Because it was essentially the linchpin to week 14. If Christina lost, then there would be no drama with any of the other matchups. She had to win to put the pressure on. She did. She won 115 to 76. It was good for the fourth highest, third highest scoring matchup in the league uh, this week. So great job by Christina's team. Um, Not a whole lot Laura could have done. Uh, She did leave 20 points from J.K. Dobbins in the IR slot. Maybe hard to start him first week back. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. All right, let's get into (laughs) some more dramatic ones. How about we do Pete against Barrett? Uh, Pete needed a win.
1: Oh, sorry. None uh, of these matchups are dramatic. I think, like we all, were are like going through emotions here. Yeah. It's kind of like the final week of a regular season NFL, where people are sitting players. Or... Yeah, none of the matchups like... were
0: particularly close, outside of Andrew and Danny. Um, the, you know, obviously, we we're trying to figure out who the last playoff team was. We kind of figured that out early, uh, and it, it was kind of this matchup. So Pete laying the smackdown on Barrett. Uh, To some people's surprise, Uh, he won 146 to 95. It was both a slow day from Barrett, and it was a high point performance from Pete. Pete goes 30-30 again uh, with Justin Jefferson, Christian McCaffrey. Um, He had an outside shot at the points title. In fact, he probably had a pretty good shot at the points title, but Kyler Murray tore his ACL uh, early in the Monday night game, ruining his chances to win $175 and 50 cents. Uh, Meanwhile, on Barrett's side, she left 29.3 points on the bench from Jerry Judy. I think she had him in her flex at one point early in the week, swapped him back out for Raheem Mostert. Hot pickup Sam Darnold only goes for 11 this week. Uh, She probably wishes she had Brock Purdy. Uh, Anyway, so Barrett still gets the two seed. Uh, Pete gets in the playoffs, gets himself the four seed. And our last playoff team... Was Eric getting the big victory over myself, 132 to 100? Great job, Eric. Your thoughts? No thoughts. Okay. Perfect. Um, Yeah. I still make it in. I'm the five seed. Uh, We'll just go ahead and run down the playoffs. Ted gets the one seed. Barrett gets the two seed. Corey gets the three seed facing Eric in the first round. And Pete gets the four seed facing me in the first round. I'm the five seed. Uh, the points breakdown for the season. Uh, Ted gets the points title uh, by point two six. i doing my math right. 0.26 yep. points. This is the closest points title race we've ever had. In fact, we had three teams within 10 points. Uh, Barrett was about 10 points back. Uh, and then there was me that was about 75 points back and then nobody else was within about 150 points of the top four. So there's basically kind of a top tier of those three. And then there's me in my second tier by myself. And then the other two playoff teams are pretty close to each other. So, um, there we go. Playoffs are set. No more playoff scenario talk. I know that was everybody's (laughs) favorite. But now we got that figured out. uh, Why don't we do a quick update on the bonus wins? We've been kind of keeping people up to breast on how the bonus wins have shook out so far. We are now through the regular season. Uh, Who do you think led the league in bonus wins? Ted. Actually, it was Pete Pete got a top six score 11 out of 14 weeks. Ted was second with 10 uh, and I tied him with 10. And then this one may surprise you. Andrew was tied for fourth with Eric. Uh, They both had nine bonus wins. Um, Andrew still would have missed the playoffs. Uh, His final bonus win plus regular record was 14 or 14. Uh, That would not have been good enough to make it in the playoffs. And then we've got Derek, Corey, and Barrett with seven bonus wins. Christina with six. Danny and Laura with three each. And then you had two. So, If we had done the bonus win standings, Ted would have been 23 and five still would have been the one seed, but the two seed would have been Pete at 19 and nine. Uh, So that is, that is the major difference here. Pete would have gotten the first round by Barrett would have had to play in the first round of the playoffs. I would have had the three seed facing Corey. And then uh, Eric would have had the five, four seed facing Barrett who would have been the five seed.
1: So, Yeah, like Corey drops from the three seed to the six seed, Mm -hmm. which is another big change. Because instead of potentially facing Pete or you,
0: right? Well, the Corey's for the same side of the bracket.
1: Oh yeah, no, no. I'm talking about in this first week of the playoffs. Oh, okay. Right, Corey is facing the sixth-ranked team so he's facing eric which yeah. is i think everyone would agree a weaker a slightly weaker team than yours or Pete's. okay so i appreciate that we, I'm not sure i know you're
0: beat me by 30 points but my team's we kind know of
1: it's a we know it's a little bit of luck when you get into the playoffs it's like a whole new ball game if we we're playing fantasy baseball um, the so you have a ticket in the lottery now. It's 1-6. in six. You just need to beat one team and if they have a bad week and you have a good week you can beat any team kind of thing. Yeah. It is better if you're playing a team who has a projection of like 20 points less than you. <laughs> or he's not projected to be like 20 points more 15 points more. Which is what Corey would be facing if he was playing you or Pete this week. Um, So I don't think like even though so I have two points to make because I am the champion of the bonus wins. Yes. One is we don't know how the buying and selling would have changed if we were like so where was it? Oh well you so deleted it from our play sheet. <laughs> I had rankings halfway through. Oh. That's okay. Uh...
0: I think we're going with this is Andrew's team. Andrew's kind of that linchpin of he very much took advantage of the bonus wins. Unfortunately, couldn't get real life wins. He had a bonus win in seven of the first nine weeks. So you add a seven and two record to whatever he was through the first nine weeks. And the question is, would Andrew have been a buyer? or Would he have been a seller?
1: And I think it's no question he would have been a buyer because Chase would have come back. uh, He... And you're like, okay, I just need to cover Chase's loss for a couple of weeks. He comes back, and if I'm in the playoffs with Jamar Chase, that's a big, big uh, bullet in your slot chamber. Chamber, let's go. Bullet in the chamber, that's right. Uh, arrow in the so. Cover. And the other question is there was a couple of easy wins by Christina, and she only ended up at 14 and 14. Maybe Christina becomes a seller. Mm-hmm. Because, like, what was her bonus win? She only had six, so she finished six and eight, and she finished the Lady girl, so she gets an eight and six. So yeah, she had four bonus wins through week nine. Yeah. So, I... I am interested to see if we put it up for a vote next week, next year again. Um, I think I would table it again and maybe we get over the line this time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
0: like I said, I, I could go either way. I ended up flip-flopping like John Kerry at the end, but you know, like we said, it doesn't have that dramatic of an effect. Usually it's between the six and the seven seed, uh, you know, which one gets in and then always, uh, the seating ends up changing a little bit. And, you know, if we were going to look at is this an improvement? I mean, look, Pete's team nearly won the points title. We, we've been talking about it all season. It was pretty much the second best team in the league. Maybe he deserves the buy over Barrett. I mean, Barrett had one more win, but Pete had more points. He had more weeks in the top six. You know, it does... Do we w- want to have Pete face off three times? I mean, I guess we do. We, w- we want Pete to have three chances to lose as opposed to two. But from Pete's perspective, uh, I mean, Barrett also had a team deserving of a first round bye. But, you know, do we want to have seeding affected by bonus wins or are, are, are we leaving it up to the luck of the schedule makers? I guess is the question. So we'll save that one for another day. Yeah. Hey, okay. why don't we move on to waivers? Uh, yeah, well, I do want to mention real quick um, just a money one tally. So, Ted obviously won the big prize for getting most season points. He gets $175.50. Uh, can you guess who is the second most, uh, who is currently earning the second most money in the
1: league so far? It's Andrew. It's
0: Andrew. And we're talking
1: about not the points, not the um, high point, because it's not yet. Yeah, we, we don't yet
0: know. I mean, honestly, whoever that person is, uh, who shall remain nameless. Uh, we, yeah, we, we won't know until the end of the season. But yes, Andrew has hit two weekly prizes. Uh, you got $42 in week two for two, a six touchdown game, and then $48 more in week eight uh, with Derek Henry's 200-yard game. That was a... Doing math. Eight-week accumulation <laughs> <laughs> seven week accumulation for the touchdowns eight week accumulation for the yards uh, each of the touchdowns and yards has hit three times uh, yards has hit two out of the past three weeks actually so uh pete only won twelve dollars last week uh, we should probably mention pete won twelve dollars last week for justin jefferson so <laughs> uh there you go pete's on the board barrett's on the board ted's on the board andrew's on the board, on the board. and Corey oh, no. is on the board Uh, everybody else, time to get with it. Okay. So,
1: the key one last hit is always interesting is yourself and Eric are the only two playoff teams not on the board yet, but that is correct. Yeah. Which It'll be interesting if either of you make it to the make it out of the yeah if either you make it out of this week into next week into the semifinals it's basically like you've got an extra oomph for trying to win next week because it's like you could go home with no money
0: it's true eric and i uh the winner sorry i'm not facing eric i'm facing pete
1: yes that's why both of you could go But both of us yeah of both it. of
0: us have a chance uh yeah, yes. we'll save that one for later okay All right, waivers, lead us off. Uh, What was the big waiver story this week? Uh, (laughs) It was so bad. I think Uh, it was a very slow week for waivers. There was one quarterback selected. uh, Sorry, there were two quarterbacks selected. Colt McCoy, uh, Corey spends his last $4, finally gets a quarterback. He's been bidding on quarterbacks for weeks, gets himself some Colt McCoy for the rest of the season. Uh, We'll see if he's tempted to play him. I think I would probably start all four running backs over Colt McCoy, but we'll see what Corey does. Uh, Chuba Hubbard and- goes to Christina. Um, she obviously is playing to not be the ultimate loser. Uh, and then Pete gets Joe Flacco. Pete made a summer in the neighborhood of 75 bids. Uh, did a lot of multiple <laughs> bids on the same player. Did... One, two, three, four, five, six different players he bid twice on. So I guess not 75, 12. Uh, He made 12 bids on six different players. That's Pete. That's Pete in a nutshell. He's just, he's grinding, he's seeing what he can do to get an advantage.
1: Well, it's because he had two spaces available and he wanted to make sure that, like, Saints, he got the Saints' D, if nothing else. Mm Uh, one other interesting point that we should mention is the keeper deadline for the league for next year's keepers has uh, finished it officially was, I believe, Sunday or Monday, you can say. Monday, technically, yes. Yes. So, uh, Chabba Hubbard, not a keeper. Correct. um Christina. If you were thinking about that. I was also, was th- McCoy, not a keeper. Hmm?
0: Cole McCoy, also not a keeper. <laughs> okay. Harrison Button about- not a keeper. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, that's enough way time. Oh,
1: oh, you're not mentioning Joe F- Flacco, not jo- a keeper. Joe Flacco,
0: not a keeper. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Broncos defense, yeah. not a keeper. Okay. Right. <laughs> what if Joe Flacco had a starting job next week or next year how crazy would that be
1: uh some team is trying to tank for the number one draft (laughs) week okay all
0: right let's do a playoff preview uh i i compiled some stats before we get started here uh, and i've already said what the seeds are but if you're trying to look for trends in the past to help guide you as far as who you think is going to win this year um these stats are probably not particularly useful if you're trying to build a winner for next year but if you're just trying to predict at this point who you think is going to win so average record of past champions is nine wins that and and three times a team of nine wins has won the title so if you're looking for a team maybe maybe a nine win team of which we have two barrett and corey uh and then I went ahead and did some points per game ranks of the past champions, and um, I did median just because the points system has changed so often. It's it's hard to find, like, okay, 112 points a game gets you in. Uh, so anyway, the third-ranked team, on average, has been the champion. So not, not too often. Uh, only three times out of the eight champions has somebody... Won the points title and the regular season title in the same year. Uh, the last three winners, though, have been in the top two of point scores. So, despite some early, um, perhaps lucky winners, uh, and you know, we've had the eighth-ranked team win it. We've had the sixth-ranked team win it. We have the fourth-ranked team win it. Uh, but the last three years, maybe it's kind of normalized to one of the top two point scorers has won the, the eventual title. And then uh, this is one of my favorites. So average moves made of the past champions, and we did it by rank in the league, a 5.3. So generally speaking, the top four teams in moves made has not been the champion. And I I think that makes sense. Uh, Usually the people that are wheeling and dealing are the people kind of in the middle, trying to get themselves in or at the bottom, trying to get themselves in usually the people that have kind of done a good job drafting, done a good job, you know, early in the season, they've kind of built their team for success and they just have a couple of maintenance moves throughout the season. Any mm-hmm. of these numbers surprising oh. to you?
1: Uh, no, some of them are confusing. I don't get some of them, but okay. <laughs> just a, a last
0: point on the last one. The person that has made the most moves in the league has never won the title.
1: So. Ooh. so, oh, I was looking at that and it's like Christine has made the most moves in the leagues because she drops her whole team and then uh, sets her lineup every time. And that's counted as a move now.
0: Oh, I, no, I think it's just adds, drops, and trades. I don't believe moves Where... includes adjusting your roster. Are you looking at the
1: transaction counter? Mm,
0: no. Okay. Looking at the standings page and the standings page, lists oh it, okay, right? that that's the only way to go back in history and do it. That other information is not available. I don't I don't believe.
1: Okay. Uh, so one thing I also wanted to mention. Yes. Which we can cut this <laughs> if you want. And add it in another sec at the start. This sounds of this like segment. gold
0: already. Let's uh, let's see what you
1: got here. Okay. So we should go to the Snickers standing projections and see how well Snickers did. For that sounds great. The year. Yeah.
0: Okay, uh, so Snickers. You, yeah, do you remember who they had as the number know. one team? Oh, sorry, you got one for me first.
1: <laughs> do you know the only team? That Snickers got correct. Yes, I do. Their draft day ranking is their final ranking.
0: It's me. It's because I ate a shitload of Snickers and uh, stuffed the ballot box. And they yeah. thought I was going to get fifth. And by God, I I got fifth.
1: Okay. Another obvious one. Who moved the most? Uh, that would be Corey. No, it was me. <laughs> I moved 10 places. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Corey moved nine. <laughs> um, the other last interesting bit is every single one of the top six teams projected playoff teams on draft day stayed the same You as fifth or everyone else dropped at least three positions Pete went from first to fourth and that was the smallest mm-hmm. everyone else dropped five or more positions like third to eight fourth yeah. to tenth
0: I was the six only one that, did that decrease of the yeah. top six teams.
1: So, is this the year that Snickers have to rethink their algorithms? I think they need to spy. And I think TD
0: Ameritrade did a better job than Snickers did. Yes. Maybe we need Cheez Its on the case next year. I think Cheez Its <laughs> would do an amazing job predicting end of season standings.
1: Yeah. So. It would have like, it, it worked out perfectly if you had dropped out of the playoffs and Christina had gone in. Then it would have been like, hey, there was like five teams made it in. But basically four teams from the bottom made it in and only yep. two teams from the top, it. which is surprising, crazy, whatever. Hey, let's talk playoff previews. We will – should we do team by team or
0: do – Yeah, so we've got two first round matchups in the winner's bracket. Why don't we do maybe a somewhat brief marquee matchup style breakdown of each matchup? And let's go ahead and start with the three versus six matchup. This is Corey against Eric. Winner gets Barrett uh, next week. These two teams have faced off once before. Corey won 114 to 91 in week 10. Um, current projections: one twenty three for Corey, one nineteen for Eric. They both have full lineups, and guess who is in the starting lineup for Corey? Colt, Colt McCoy. McCoy. So we've got we got a straight up two quarterback each. Uh, so let's go ahead and talk about the quarterback. So uh, Corey's going Colt McCoy and Tom Brady, and Eric's going Dak Prescott, Geno Smith.
1: We should mention that both have well. Two players on injured reserve. One is a no name, one is a good like Cup and Ertz for Eric. He's not going to be getting either back. He may get Ertz back in the second or third week of the playoffs. Uh, Pitts and Galopo are both injured for Corey. I don't think Galopo is coming back this year. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, I mean, neither one has a chance in this matchup.
1: Yes. But for the future, like, if...
0: I don't I think, mix it I out, don't think but... either guy's getting either player back at any point this season. But that could just be... Okay. So, quarterbacks, oh, yeah. who you like? you like Gino and Dak, or you like uh,
1: Terrific Tom? And uh... <laughs> I like Gino and Dak. Let's go with that. <laughs> Even though Tom Brady is projected to score more points than any of the quarterbacks, I do not believe it. The Cincy defense is a tough little, like, aggressive front, which the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have trouble handling, and Brady's getting more and more frustrated. Uh, so give me Dak and Gino. Okay.
0: I will agree. I will note that, uh, you know, per our advice over the years, Geno Smith currently in the OP slot, Dak Prescott in the quarterback slot. Perhaps Eric should switch those guys around just in case you never know. Maybe Dak hurts himself in practice. I don't know. Hopefully. The not.
1: interesting the interesting thing for Eric is do you put Deshaun Watson in? It? Unlikely because it's against Baltimore, mm-hmm. right? So, but... Yeah. If you were considering this,
0: which one would you bench? Would you bench Gino? Because he's going up against San Francisco.
1: Yeah, I would bench Gino. Like I think Gino and the Seahawks are a little downturn. And this is also where you kind of want a little bit of information. Like the more information, the better. So is there any like there's Saturday games this week? I don't know when. Um, yeah, Watson so, plays.
0: So Saturday games, we've got Minnesota Indianapolis at ten. We've got Baltimore Cleveland at one thirty, and then we've got Buffalo Miami uh, at the night game five fifteen. So Eric is going to have Dalvin Cook go early. He's got Najoku currently yeah. in there. So kind of blowing through the lineups right now. And then, uh, so that's a decision. So Deshaun is going Saturday. You would have to decide early on that you're going to go with Deshaun Watson. Uh, we should mention Geno Smith is going Thursday. So that's the first guy you got to decide on. And if you're going yep. with Gino, then, you know, in any case, he's going to have at least one quarterback go before Sunday. I'm going to assume the lineup stays as is. And for all the reasons you mentioned, I also like Eric.
1: Eric's quarterbacks, hey, running backs. Why don't you talk about running backs? Yeah, and so, both are starting free running backs. So. Yep. So
0: we've got Dalvin Cook, as we mentioned, going Saturday. Uh, Miles Sanders, David Montgomery, going in the same game uh, on Sunday, and then over on Corey's side, he's got uh, he's got Mixon going against Tampa, Eckler going against Tennessee, and Etienne going against Dallas. No DeAndre Swift this week. Um, a lot of names, a lot of people that used to be on your team, uh, who's, <laughs> who's set of talking about this year or
1: in general? <laughs> uh, well,
0: so you had Mixon and Montgomery this year, I believe you've had Eckler in the past. I don't yes. believe you've ever had Dalvin cook or miles Sanders, no. but uh, uh, yeah, in a um, battle of former AJ running backs, which set of running backs do you like best?
1: I cause like <laughs> okay I I think that Joe Mixon was a little injured and he's still 12 Etienne was injured he's eight or had a slow start he's 18 and Eckler's two on the year on the other side Sanders has been very consistent i want to say he had one big week he's had a couple of big weeks of like 30 point games Cook has not been his usual self, like especially in the last five, in the last four weeks, he's only broken 15 points once with a 15. He's only broken eight points once with a Mm 15.3. Otherwise it's been like seven, seven, seven. Right. So is that continuing against Indianapolis with a decent defense? Um and Montgomery is Montgomery. So, no, you like I, Montgomery, though. I like Montgomery as a flex, but comparing him to Joe Mixon or Eckler, or I hate to say it, Etienne now.
0: Well, Montgomery can't. has double digits each of his last three games, uh, all of which I yeah. think are without Herbert, who is still out. I'm going to go with Eric's running backs here it's close. I grant you Corey's probably got the name value, but Etienne has cooled off after that, uh, huge coming of age right there in the middle of the season. He has not scored double digits in any of the last four games, one of which I think he was heard in Nixon, you know, he had that 55 point game and he's been relatively consistent, but consistently in kind of the low teens. Uh, he has not quite been, the high price player he was on draft day. High keeper value, I should say. Uh, And Eckler's great. Eckler's probably going to be the highest-going guy. But I like Cook. Sanders has been great. Uh, And Montgomery, despite um, my head in the sand, uh, he has actually poured the sand down my mouth this season. So great job, David. Give me a slight edge. Eric's
1: running backs. Okay. Now, wide receivers, we have... Brown and Brown, Hollywood and AJ for mm-hmm. Eric versus Williams like the Chargers receivers yep. Williams and Allen. They Williams and Allen are going against Tennessee. Do I don't know about the Tennessee defense that much. Uh, I do like well, Mikey, Hollywood, Brown does not have Kyle Murray, has Colt McCoy throwing to him. A.J. Brown has been great. I uh, don't...
0: Tennessee, Tennessee has the worst defense against wide receivers, in case you're curious.
1: Okay. So, so it looks good let's... for at
0: least one of them to score. Uh, interesting, Corey's got three different chargers going in this game.
1: Uh, I'm so not... I mentioned earlier about Corey's strategy, and I think this is his boom-boss strategy, which is The Chargers have Tennessee, Indianapolis, and the LA Rams. I think they will take care of business in probably all of these matchups or at least score a lot of fantasy points. So as long as the Chargers win all these matchups, there's probably going to be a lot of points to share. And Corey's got the top three guys. That get but the majority we only have to go points. back
0: one week to find that all three of these guys scored at least 15 or more points so yeah. strategy seems to be working out so far uh, and okay, then so. he's
1: got Mixon and Etienne he just needs that OP slot to be functional yeah And right, so
0: which set of receivers did you say you liked
1: I think I go with the Chargers okay uh it's like aj brown so good it's just
0: yeah oh i i just we we don't really know what to expect out of Marquise. he just came back he did not have uh deandre hopkins to worry about those first couple weeks um or the yeah the first six weeks in which he was pretty damn good but uh you know he's received eight targets each of the last two games seven and five yeah I, i you know if that occurs Definitely Corey's side. I, th- I think I'll probably just give Corey the edge here just because I feel like I'm loading up on Eric's team quite a bit, which is good. Um, but let's uh, let's even it out a little bit. All right, tight end. George Kittle for Corey going Thursday night against the Seahawks. David Njoku uh, for Eric going Saturday afternoon against Baltimore. Which tight end do you like better? Sorry, do you like the tight end or do you like the offensive tackle better this week?
1: I I go with Kittle. I'll go with Kittle. Like, I think there's going to be a lot of dump-offs from Purdy. So And Debo's out. So I will go with Kittle. Okay. Uh,
0: you're right. Debo is out. Uh, Kittle, one game over five points in his last five. Uh, so he has not been terribly involved. He does kind of own the Seahawks. Um he was he was out week two last time they faced each other, uh, but I will also go with Kittle. I don't think either one gets double digits. I think it's possible Kittle gets a touchdown on 30 yards. Um, that would probably be 10 points, uh, but I think it's a close edge for Kittle. All right, defense. We got Niners D going up against Seattle for Corey. Bills defense going up against Miami for Eric. Uh, Just a note, that Bills game, Saturday night, supposed to be snowy, and you get the Florida team coming up north.
1: Yeah, I'm going with
0: the Bills D. Like, I think
1: this is probably the... I would, because it's like a divisional matchup, against the Seahawks, this is probably the weakest for the 49ers. Like, Washington, like Las Vegas, there's probably going to be turnovers, interceptions, galore. So, if Cora can make it through, he's got his defense. Neither one of these teams is carrying a second defense, which a lot of playoff teams do carry. Yeah. Um, Unless you've got an elite defense, which we'll get to later. Yeah, and neither, like, they're 4-5, and so they're kind of Bordering on elite, but yeah. Um so overall, the Niners defense has scored
0: at least nine points in each of the past four games. So one yeah. would think that they're probably gonna get some points. I, I think they'll probably get some sacks. They might get a pick, probably no touchdowns. Uh, but I do like the Bills defense to make Tua hurt on Saturday. Okay, yep. uh, kickers. We've got uh Young Wei Koo, Corey's. Uh, Favorite kicker, hoping he doesn't kick like Pooh this week, uh, and then suck up uh, Ryan going uh, for Eric's team. Which kicker do we like this week? I like like, Okay, I would have picked up Pooh except for uh, Harry Butts. Uh, Harrison Butker was available, so I picked him up instead for $2. Spent $3 on my kickers the last two weeks. That's how you know I'm in it. Okay, uh, when it's all said and done, whose team do I like better, Corey or Eric? this week?
1: Actually, I... Oh my god. There is a player... Who would you rather start? Michael Pittman or um, Marquise Flown?
0: Uh That is a good question. I think I would probably be tempted to start Michael Pittman. Yeah, is, yeah, same. Matt Matt Ryan has not been great, but he's but is, better than Colton system. He like, knows the system. Knows the system. Uh, Pittman is the number one target there. Whereas Brown's got to deal with uh, DeAndre Hopkins uh, taking targets and and Denver's kind of a good defense. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would think hard about starting Michael Pittman this week. Special shout out to Eric last week, by the way uh, he picked up Chris Moore Sunday morning, got 19 points out of him. What a call. Great job, Eric. Should Chris Moore (laughs) be starting this week? scored 19 points last week. I don't know Mm -hmm. what the status is of, Brandon Cooks and uh, Nico Collins, but he's got a And star. then
1: the question on Corey's side is James Cook, DeAndre a. Swift or Colt McCoy or Cam Akers.
0: Does Corey roll with Cam? He's been pretty excited about him. He's been trying to get him for three years. Finally stayed up until one o'clock in the morning to pick him up a couple weeks ago. Uh, and Despite still not being particularly efficient between the tackles, he has gotten three touchdowns in the last two weeks. Uh, so great job, Cam Faker. Uh, should he be starting Cam Faker this week? Colt McCoy no. is a quarterback.
1: I think you start Swift. Do we have a hate that saying here? it.
0: Huh. Okay, so you think Corey should be starting DeAndre Swift this week?
1: Yeah.
0: I kind of agree with you.
1: Okay, so okay. in the end, no board bet. who do you have? I'm
0: taking Final. Eric. I appear to like more of his skill position, guys. And I just, you know, despite kind of liking the visual appeal of Corey's players, they haven't scored points. And you got to score points to win. And Eric's team, I think they're starting to get a little bit healthier. He's got Sean Watson back if he wants to play him. We got Marquise Brown back if he wants to play him. Uh, I like Eric's team to prevail and make it to a week
1: two matchup with Barrett. Mm-hmm. So I will say this. Corey has a couple of bullets, which is the Colt McCoy versus DeAndre Swift versus James Cook or Fake you. Do you think if Gino underscores his projections. So, or scores only like a. He's projected for 16, he scores 15. Does Corey then go, well, okay, I need a good floor, so I'll put in Swift versus I need versus Gino scoring 30 points. And then he's like, well, no, I need to go with Colt McCoy and hope he scores instead of the projected 12, like 20 or 25 points.
0: I think Swift is the upside play and McCoy is the safe play. So I would say mm. if Gino and and he's going to have a little bit more because Cook is going to go and Najoku is going to go. So three of Eric's nine guys are going to go by the time Corey's first guy goes. So he's going to have a little bit of information. If Eric is all of a sudden 10 to 20 points below his projection, I think it's McCoy. And if it's at projection or if he got some over performances, that's when he goes with Swift because I know we think that quarterbacks have the best chance to get 200 yards and two touchdowns and all this, but I don't know that McCoy has done that at any point in the last four <laughs> years. They, they're they getting more and more hurt as days go by. I think Swift is a better shot at like a 25 to 30 point game uh,
1: than Colt McCoy would. Okay. So I'm also going to go with Eric after all said and done. Mm-hmm. I think even with if you swap out Marquis Brown for Pittman, I really like Eric's team and I think the projections become a little bit tighter like it's 120 to 123. Um, yeah okay let's move on after spending 20 minutes on that matchup yeah. to your matchup mm-hmm. All right this is this
0: is the one we've all been waiting for. Uh, this is Pete versus myself uh pete is currently projected to win 144 to 134 uh pete beat me 171 to 120 in week one i got revenge on him in week 13 152 to 129 uh solidifying my playoff position so here we go we've each won one a piece uh could you, you could say it's a revenge game for pete uh you could say uh any number of things i suppose uh but let's... what's Comet saying Uh, Oh, yeah. Comet is very excited. Comet basically wanted to say, Dad, this is in no way a revenge game for Pete. If anything, it's a revenge game for you because Pete stole J.K. Dobbins from you last year uh, when you stayed up until 1245 in the morning and Pete was too fast. Uh, That was a great move by you and Pete ruined it. So there you go. Anyway, let's move on. Okay. Well, let's break it down position by position. So on the quarterback side, I'm going with the terrific tandem, Josh Allen, Jalen hurts. And on his side, he's going with Tua and Mike white just suffered a season ending injury to Kyler Murray last week. So going with his third quarterback here, and we're assuming it's Mike white. Uh, He is questionable. He did get rocked last week uh, in that bills game. And so he's got Daniel Jones available. Should he, want to go that direction Um, would it matter is there any way you're taking Pete's quarterbacks over mine
1: I'll go with no I'll give you what would be the
0: scenario in which you think Pete's quarterbacks could edge mine one of mine gets hurt
1: if Buffalo Miami was in Miami (laughs) Okay. <laughs> but, like, if they're playing in Miami, then you're expecting to uh, has the potential to do a flow for 500 yards. And he's not flowing for 500 yards. He's doing like a 20 yard dump off to Tyler Kill, who launched 200 yards. Mike White does get Detroit.
0: I up. suppose you could squint and see 30 points from him. Uh, Yeah, he scored 30 points against Chicago three weeks ago. So I guess anything's possible. But I will be taking my quarterbacks. They're amazing. Yeah. All right. Running backs. Uh, We've got two apiece. Flex will be a different discussion, but I've got Chubb and Kamara. He's got Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey. Uh,
1: So CMC is back to where he has always been. Plus, now Debo's out so it, and Galopo <laughs> is out. So I'm expecting 20 plus points from him against the Seahawks defense that cannot stop the run. Mm-hmm. Um, Chubb is... You love Chubb, but he has tapered a little bit and he's going against Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And Kamara... What did he score against Atlanta last time? Where... He only scored six points against Atlanta. So I'm going to go with his backs. Okay. Just on McCaffrey. Yeah. And like a good floor of like 10 points from Taylor. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: well, maybe we'll get into this at the end of the matchup, but we each have quite a few guys going on Saturday. So we're going to... I mean, unfortunately, we both have guys going Saturday, so nobody's really going to get an advantage. But we're going to have a pretty good idea of how we're looking going into Sunday, and so maybe some moves can be made on Sunday. Uh, but I will also be going with Pete's running backs. Uh, I need Chubb to get back to weeks one through eight, and I need playoff Camara. But uh, you know, I'm asking a lot, and when you ask a lot, then the numbers don't look good. So I will give Pete the edge in running backs. Uh, we'll see if I can get lucky here. Wide receivers, I've got DK Metcalf, CD Lamb. He's got Justin Jefferson, Devonte Adams. I think in a lot of weeks I would probably have the advantage, but not against Pete. He's got number one, <laughs> yes, and number three. I they should probably be number one and number two. I don't know who two is, but, but I will say this: Adams going up against New England. New England has been pretty good against receivers. Um, so that's, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for yeah. Adams kind of, uh, good game, bad game streak to start back up. Well, actually he had a bad game last week, so that's not good for me. So hopefully two bad games in a row for Devontae <laughs> Adams. Uh, I did not avoid the good game, bad game bingo. Um, yeah, Pete's receivers.
1: Okay. Do
0: you have anything to add? I, um, one, I, I do still think my receivers are good. You know, maybe this oh, yeah. is a Boyd's quarterbacks versus Pete's quarterback situation. All right, tight end. Uh, I've got Fryermuth. He's got Dalton Schultz. They are kind of the same player. Uh, yeah. Just which one's going to get a touchdown, I guess?
1: I think, like, well, is Pickens back Oh, Pickett? I can't remember which is the quarterback. Pickett is the quarterback.
0: That I don't know. I will say that Muth finally scored his second touchdown of the season with yeah. Mitch Trubisky. His only two touchdowns this season have come with Mitch Trubisky. So, uh, okay, then I will if go. If you're hoping players. for Pickett to come back for me, then I think I might rather stick with Trubisky because, yeah, you
1: know. okay, I will go Fryermuth. Right, not much to say. Um, on oh, targets, so I think we agree, and okay. running back, um. Unfortunately, he has Derek Henry versus your Devontae Smith, uh-huh. which is very boomy, very busty, Devontae Smith. Yeah. Like, has he actually scored? Like He's got an average of 10 points. I want to know how many times he's actually scored 10 points. Like,
0: uh, seven <laughs> times. Would have been eight if he hadn't had that dumb lateral at the end of the game counted as a fumble against him. Should be eight. Uh, yeah, 20 points and 14 points back-to-back weeks from a boy, Devontae Smith. Yeah. He said that he is not the boom option uh, from a couple weeks ago. And despite the fact that I didn't actually start him because P. Ryan came up and uh, was a usable player, he was uh, the better call over Antonio Gibson that week. So this is this is the time for Devontae Smith to rise. He is not Derrick Henry. I will give the edge to Derrick Henry because...
1: Yeah
0: also facing the Chargers, who are notorious for not stopping the run. Uh, so it could be rough for me this week, but uh, but let's go with the boom-bust option here in Devontae
1: Smith. Yeah, I'll go with Derek Henry. Yeah. <laughs> and then you would talk uh, Blanco's D against Arizona is mm-hmm. very tasty. They're a good defense. They're not a high-scoring defense who may not be facing Justin Fields in the Eagles' D. And one thing about Eagles is they do not let their foot off the gas pellet at all. So it's not like the Seahawks where they go, okay, we've got a 20-point lead. Now we all just run the ball into an eight-man fight. So I think they're going to keep scoring, and so the other team just has to flow and hope. I like your matchup a little more than his, but his matchup with Broncos D is tasty. <laughs>
0: Okay. Uh, I also like the Eagles matchup. I think that's what you said. Um, yes. Despite the fantasy points that Fields have been putting up, he has still been turning the ball over and they have not been winning. So, well, I mean, you points. may not
1: be facing Fields.
0: <laughs> and, and they may not be facing Fields. Yeah. Who knows? Probably. But, okay. Uh, okay. Kickers uh, just picked up Harry Butts off waivers this week. Very excited about it. Uh, he's averaging 5.1 points per game. Not as good as Brett Maher's 5.9 points per game. Which kicker do you like better this week? I don't care. Okay, carry <laughs> buts Okay, uh, is there anybody that you think should be starting that isn't starting from either team?
1: I think it will be interesting for you One interesting thing is, like, are you going to? I'm more interested in seeing who you drop come Saturday morning or Sunday morning. Okay. And yeah, because you've got a lot of people who are questionable. Yeah. What you makes can it kind of put Some drop in somebody? IR. You can put some of them in IR, but there will be others we, who you may want to drop oh. just to pick up. You think I'll have too um, many
0: guys for the IR, and so I'll be dropping.
1: Maybe. Like, the, I think Wilson's uh... going on IR. Okay. Uh,
0: he probably I don't know won. about
1: Boyd. Boyd currently projected for if... zero
0: points, so he'll probably also go on IR. Should I be starting Brock yeah. Purdy? Is there any reason for me to start Purdy this week? Um, up on, on Thursday night against the Seahawks.
1: On his side, should he be starting Zeke over Mike White? Should he be starting like Jameson Williams over Mike White? Jalen uh, Waddell
0: over Mike White? Yeah. I mean, Waddle's not Jalen. You'd Waddell. have to make that call early.
1: Yeah, probably not Jalen Waddle. Because uh, it's in the snow.
0: <laughs> That's true. Yeah. We um, already determined that uh, Tua is not going to be able to play very well in the snow. So,
1: Okay. In the end,
0: I'm assuming you're picking yourself. Uh, let's find out. Why, why don't you go first?
1: You're going to pick yourself. Um, I am picking Pete based on out of the last... So if we go back three weeks, I need to narrow in. You basically tied in week 12 with a score of 134.4 for you, 134.5. So 0.1 difference. Pete... Now, you beat him 152 to 129 in week 13. He beat you 146 to 100 last week. If you, like, points per week, basically. If we go back to week 9, well, since week 8, Pete has scored 128 or above every single week. You, for 9, 10, 11... We're not scoring 128. You were scoring below. Based on all of this, I think, unless you have... Which I can't see happening this week. Maybe C.D. Lamb against Jacksonville. Maybe Jalen Hurts against Chicago. I'm going with Pete, sorry. Okay.
0: You're right, I am going with myself. And I grant you (laughs) that... I probably picked more of Pete's players than my own. Pete should be favored. He has the better team. But as we found out numerous years in the past, it's not always the best team that ends up winning it it based on, you know, however you want to categorize that. I think what needs to happen is I probably need, obviously, at least one of his stars to have a slow game. I need nobody to have a tremendous game. I could probably withstand 130 and 120, but probably... No more than that and then over on my side uh you know if i can get close to double digits from every player and maybe that's asking a lot i think i need playoff camara really this season comes down to camara it, you know it was a draft day choice to go with him instead of a different running back and he's basically been the key to my season you know when he was good that's when my team was at its best um, I've kind of rebounded the last couple of weeks. That's mostly been t- due to the quarterbacks. I think the quarterbacks are going to keep me in it. And I think I need Kamara to pull his head straight out of his ass and start scoring some fantasy points. OK,
1: so let's do the whole blanket as yeah. much like okay. this.
0: So the winner of this game would face Ted in the first round. Uh, who do we think would win that matchup? I'm obviously picking myself, so I think it's myself versus Ted. You think it's Pete versus Ted. Who do you think wins Pete versus Ted?
1: I think this will be a tough matchup, and I'm going to go for an opposite, actually, and say Pete. Okay. It will be a tight, tight matchup. Okay. Uh, and on the other side, we both picked Eric. So it we Eric versus Barrett. Mm-hmm. I will pick Barrett to win that one as of right now
0: okay who do you pick oh sorry well in the matchup of myself versus Ted, that i'm predicting um i might surprise you here i'm gonna go ted next week i think i can i think i can pull out one surprise i don't know if i can pull out two so i'm gonna take ted to be in the final on the other side i also have eric first barrett and i'm gonna go with eric in an upset. How's that going? Yeah.
1: So we've now got, I have Pete versus Bellet in the final. And, and I think Ed versus Eric, completely different final. And I will say Pete wins it. Okay. I think Bellet has a good week, bad week this week, good week next week, bad week. So she's going to be like the good week, bad week, Devonta yeah. Adams. Okay,
0: give me Ted over Eric for the final. Okay,
1: and then on the other side, the more important bracket. That's right. We have got which the loser is ball Not to a bracket, but a ladder. Uh, let's start at the top, which is Christina versus uh, Derek. Mm-hmm. Why do they not have the projections here? Uh,
0: that's a great question. Mm-hmm. I have to go
1: to school, boy.
0: Okay. Derek versus Christina. I think I like Christina's team here. Yeah.
1: So Christina will probably win out, uh, win this and be safe from the tournament Bowl.
0: Barely missed uh, out. Uh, Derek's got some moves to make here to flesh out a full lineup. He's currently got uh, Foster Moreau and Corey Davis in there. Uh, combined projected for 0. 0.9 points. Uh, So he could probably do better there. But uh, Christina's team, you know, wasn't quite good enough to get into the playoffs, but I think is pretty easily the best team in the loser's bracket. So Christina, safe from being the loser. We think Derek's still alive. Uh, Who do we like in the next matchup? Andrew versus Laura. We've got wife versus husband in a first round loser bowl matchup. Very exciting.
1: I, I think... Well, I had a little bit of a bump in like week 10, 11, 12, but, and Andrew had a lull there potentially when he was missing Jamal Chase. Now that Jamal Chase is back, I'm picking Andrew.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to go lower there. I am also picking Andrew. Uh, disappointing to see his team not in the playoffs. It was pretty good, but I think he gets the win <laughs> here. He is also safe from being the ultimate loser. Laura then faces Derek in the next round. Should we do that one or should we do the other? Should we do the bottom of the table first round. Let's do bottom of the table first round. Yourself versus Danny yes. first round.
1: And uh, it will be. These are some
0: high projections 99 first 94. I don't know how you're projected for 94. Uh, I guess because you're not going to be forced to start Jerome Ford, Keontae Ingram, and Zamir White in the same week.
1: <laughs> Yeah, and I will have you know that like the last like if you the last matchups for most of these guys have scored double digits. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, your (laughs) current projected lineup has averaged ninety six points a game this season. And all of a sudden you are flush with quarterbacks. Taylor Heineke, Desmond Ritter. You must be so excited.
1: I'm so excited. Let's see.
0: (laughs) <laughs> will, you, will you get a win in this first round matchup?
1: I, I am predicting if, uh, if Danny is starting two Jets running backs, I think I will. Okay. Um, I think the Evan England was a flash in the pan. We'll bring him back down to earth. DeAndre Hopkins is a little deflated without um, Kyle O'Malley. But, so, I think I will.
0: Okay. I'm going to go Danny. Okay. So, okay. so that means that the second round matchup to watch is going to be uh, both yourself against Laura, right?
1: In and your then, version.
0: And then Danny against Derek. Yes.
1: In your so. version, in my version, it'll be me versus Gary. Yeah, and Danny versus Laura.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Uh, who do you like coming out of those
0: matchups with Victor? or who do you like coming out of those matchups with losses?
1: So, who will be in the loser bowl? I think it will be in the loser bowl. I will predict. Oh, this is so confu- hard. Uh, I will predict, I think, Laura is in the losable against Derek. Oh.
0: Yeah. Well, all right, then. Okay. Well, then I'll go Chuck. I think it's going to be you against Danny. <laughs> I, think, okay. I think Laura pulls out a win against Danny. And I think the, or sorry. Uh, Laura pulls off a win against you and then Danny beats no Derek beats Danny. Ooh, that's a close one. I like that. Maybe I do like Derek in the Loser Bowl. Nah I, I like Danny making in the loser bowl. Uh yeah, I like you and uh Danny to have a rematch in the loser bowl. And I think that Danny prevails again, and I think that you are the ultimate loser. What do you think about that? <laughs>
1: May or may not be because you picked
0: me to be the ultimate loser two years ago. And so uh, (laughs) this is the (laughs) up, And
1: And I think I will say that (coughs) excuse me. Uh... I think that the let me check one last thing before I predict it. I'm doing a lot of research here. Yeah. Yep. I'll okay. Tell. Done. All right. What's I your will predict. Oh, so Gaelic has the number one scoring defense in the league, Patriots D. But they are going up against Miami. They are at home, but they're going up against Miami in week 16, uh, week 17. And week 16 is against Cincinnati. So, Buffalo. I think. Cincinnati.
0: We Oh, sorry. I thought you said 18. Yes, next week is Cincinnati. Following week
1: is. Do we week. play in 18? No, we don't. Okay.
0: Does 18 even exist for us? I'll, no, I'll mute not my not microphone. This. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think it's going to be a tough one. Derek versus Law. I think it's going to be Derek. Unfortunately, He's gonna have some bad luck. He's gonna he has a backup in Jack McKinnon. Maybe that becomes good. This is Gus Edwards, who he's currently got in OP. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, let's do a vampire league preview. This is what our vampire league fans have been waiting for. Uh okay, so vampire didn't make it in. That's in the lead. We'll just let you know off the bat. Vampire did not make it in. He was very close. He was tied for that last playoff spot, but just couldn't get enough points early in the season to get that tiebreaker. He finished 86 points back. Uh, He was only four points back of the three seed, Justin, but Justin had an extra win there. So that was the difference. So I uh, get a first round by Anna gets a first round by and our first two matchups are The three versus six, which is Justin against Danny. And then the four versus five, which is Christina against Gabe. Um, I think I like Gabe to prevail. And I like Danny to prevail in these first two matchups.
1: Mm -hmm. I Uh, think I like... uh, Gabe's team has been... They, Gabe's team barely made it in so I think I'll go with Christina because especially she threw last week's matchup so instead of being 6-8 and eight, I think she maybe could have tried a little bit harder I don't know whether she would have beat the Vampire but that's why I think I'll go Christina over Gabe and she's projected to beat Gabe by 20 points Yeah, I guess maybe we should wrap Um, up last week.
0: Uh, Christina did, in fact, bench her stars AJ style, I like to say. Um, Those stars uh, were very effective. So McCaffrey had 28, Garrett Wilson 10, Amon Ra 10, Kelsey 9. I think you could reasonably expect all of those guys to be in our starting lineup, uh, considering she started Romeo Dobbs, Naheem Hines, Melvin Gordon, Cole Komet. So... That would have been uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 60 more points. Definitely would have won, probably would have got a high point. Um, so, sure, Christina is probably a seven and seven team instead of a six and eight team. And probably, well, I guess we're saying she gets about 60 more points. So, if that's the case, then Christina, we think, is basically the third highest scoring team
1: in the league. Yeah. And you think Gabe's been a little <clears throat> lucky? Okay. Yeah. And so then Corey versus Justin, I'm going with Corey.
0: Like, uh, this like is that's Danny a tighter
1: matchup. Or oh, Danny versus Justin. Corey yeah. doesn't making it. In.
0: Does that change anything? No. Knowing which team is actually in the playoffs. No. Yeah, okay.
1: Like I love it. It's like What's Corey's team name?
0: I want to suck your butt. And what's Christina's team name? I know I suck.
1: It's just like, come on, pick different names. Like,
0: <laughs> Who copied who? That's what we need to know. We should get them both on the podcast. About who copied whose team name? Yeah. I mean, Justin right. is, you know, he was very fortunate to get the three touchdown game out of Jerry Judy last week. I don't think you can count on that two weeks in a row. Yeah, He's also got Evan Ingram of 35 point fame last week. So a little bit, a uh, little bit lucky there. I think um, Danny. You know, he did lose, uh, I guess Jalen Hurts, but he got back Justin Fields. Fields currently he's, maybe, lost,
1: he's lost Debo. He lost Debo
0: for the year. That's right. Uh, Fields currently questionable with an illness that usually doesn't keep somebody out. Sounds like the shoulder is more or less fine. So I, I expect Fields to yeah. play. Uh, I like Danny this week. So if we assume that is the case, then Danny would face. Anna, and then well i think would...
1: we should let's just leave it at that and let's see how this one progresses
0: oh okay you don't want to pick the whole thing we'll, we'll wait no. until next week
1: okay yeah uh I, fyi if we want to talk about my kicker league i finished 11 and three on the year top seed oh i thought you
0: were gonna say 11th no. and got relegated
1: no
0: no, no. is there playoffs or is the kicker season there's 0? playoffs Okay. I need if I win
1: the like it's just a fourteen playoff because it's eight teams for a league.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: if I win, I get promoted into Division One. Okay. So, Very yeah, exciting. let's see. All
0: right, so eleven and it three. Was that put you at about the uh, one or two seed?
1: One, like one it, seed. okay. Yeah, the league was really interesting. I'm eleven and three, and the other team was eight and six. And then it's seven and seven, six and eight, 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 six and eight. eight. Mm -hmm. Like four through eight were all six and eight. Uh, I believe I am the. I am. So this is what's annoying. I am. uh, Like. I don't know. It's like I've scored five thousand. Ignore the totals. I've scored 5,553. I've scored 5,553 points. I am 100 off the points title, which is Mm 5,650 points. And that's who I'm facing in the kicker league. (laughs) And that's who I'm facing in week one of the playoffs. So that's annoying. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Well, best of luck to you and your
0: band of kickers. I wish nothing but the best for you guys. Okay. All right, guys, uh, that should do it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you, each and every five of you, I think there's five. Uh, but uh, we will be back next week to figure out who's in the semifinals in each of the two brackets, and give you another vampire update. Because we know vampire fans are involved. Guten talk from Sweden. Bye for now.